I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and where, whatever time you're watching this, uh, another very special episode today. We are joined, as always, by uh, the magnificent magnificent Shane W. Brennan. Hello, Shane. Hola. Uh, and today's very special guest is Anya Brady, Marketing Manager, Broadband at Sky. Anya, hello. Hi, guys. How are you? How are you getting on? Thanks Great. a million for, for having me. No, delighted to have you. And Aaron, what a way to start the show with a Truman Show quote. I know. You didn't say goodnight. I know. I was going to, and I, and I pulled it. I pulled it at the last minute. I should, I should have committed. Should have committed. It took five hours practicing that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, next time. Next time, Shane. I'll, I'll, I'll right. do better. Okay, I'll do better. I promise. I promise. Uh, now, Anya, it's great to have you on the show. Um, you are uh, very welcome all the way from lovely Longford, uh, I believe. That's it, Yeah. I um, moved back home during COVID. I was one of those many people who uh, I, I moved home uh, during those two weeks of uh, when COVID first hit. And I'm here, still here two years later. So all going good, yeah. You and Aaron both did that. Now, I'm someone who didn't. Do you, When you're walking around your hometown or village, do you see people who you were in school with who've done the same thing? Is that a thing or no? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assumed everyone would be at home. <laughs> no, it's it's more you walk around and you go, Oh hi, haven't seen you in about five, ten years. And it's like yeah. there, there. It's more it's more you're coming back to where everyone just lives. Still is. <laughs> are they a little bit worried about you? Are they like, What are you doing here? You haven't been here. <laughs> okay? COVID, COVID's a catch all for everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, mad though, yeah. you are bumping into people that like you literally haven't seen since you're doing your leave insert yeah. um, and it's like oh my god i haven't seen you in about 10 years <laughs> but uh yeah no it's great it's great to great to um be home and in, in your head you're secretly judging them you're yeah like, absolutely you. always <laughs> since under 11 ga and you haven't you haven't you don't look great <laughs> lie to you. this is this is going to be very dangerous for you on you know when this podcast launches and everyone in longford listens to it like, that, that bitch coming down from dublin <laughs> <laughs> we would have uh we'd probably have a full scratch map now shane of of all the all the counties that people have have dialed into the podcast from we've we had donegal we haven't had sligo have we we have had cork king corbett was from was in cork was he was he or maybe he's just from he don't know he's just from, from cork, cork. No, yeah, counted. Always, <laughs> can't count no, no he can't, can't count, count that it. Uh, we'll we'll get there. We'll, now we have now we have Longford uh, scratched off um, yeah. off the well, map. One day the podcast will stop and people will be like, "What? What's going on?" It's like, "No, we completed the each county. We don't care." We went to Longford. That's it. It's done. <laughs> we did on you. That was that. That was it. it was it. Longford it. was the last. We one topped out. We topped out. <laughs> uh, Anya, apart from uh, your love of Longford, uh, can you can you give us an insight into? Because obviously you're 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 marketing manager for for. Uh, great many years across uh, to, uh some some different sectors so you've you've obviously seen your fair share of ads uh, both good bad and indifferent what kind of ads are the ones that you love or that, that you you find yourself drawn towards given the big green stamp straight away if they came across your your desk yeah so um i always say like i, I love an ad that like makes you laugh or like makes you do something um i think one thing in advertising that's re- actually really hard to do is to actually make people laugh. And I think two of the three are ads with humor. So I always say I love an ad that will will make you laugh. And I think it's something that 
um, is actually really hard to do in advertising. Like it's it's really hard to, to make people laugh. Um, and I think the brands I've chosen today are ads that, that do it and they do it well. And I think as well, they do it consistently across like all of their channels, which is something as well that, that is actually really hard to do. And I think a lot of brands kind of forget, like they, they focus on like, you know, the big TV or the out of home um, channel. And sometimes people forget about the, you know, the other channels like the digital or the social or like, you know, even things down to like, you know, customer letters or comms or piece like that. But I think the ads I've, or the campaigns I've chosen today, the brands I've chosen today are actually brands that do it and do it, do it really, really well. That's what you said there, Anya, is, is really good. Um, and I suppose for, for a lot of agencies and brands, they'd be kind of quite familiar with the concept of, you know, when they're working on a new campaign and they're launching it and there's, it's all gung-ho for the TVC and, you know, the, the, the hero out of home campaign and, and maybe an all special cherry on top for the for the campaign, and then it's the long tail of assets that really that really gets people. Um, and it's like okay, we need a, a one by one for Facebook. We need that now as a six second for YouTube. You know, so it's all this these different formats that can easily just get okay. Just do it. Just do a quick chop down. But then when you see brands who've thought about those from the very start. And you see that, okay, what they've done there is actually perfect for the platform it is. Yeah, and I think it's really important. Across. Yeah, as you said, yeah. that again, you're tailoring your creative for the, pl- the platform or the space that it's going to live on. Um, and yeah, I think there's some brands that are actually really, really good at doing that. And as well about being consistent, like with our um, tone of voice, our creative platform, whatever it is, that it's consistent across um, your holistic like platform. I Yeah, and I think what's sorry, interesting like it must be difficult well i remember it definitely was difficult back in the day when we were planning media talking to creative agencies and then just not knowing formats so like that kind of growth period when the bumper was existing and different stuff and you're like oh we're running this or running that can we have a non-skippable version a six second version can we have a nine by 16 can we have a 15 second nine by 16 but also a 30 second nine by 16 and and they're coming from a place of a tvc and you're like hold on when when these strategies are being talked about really you need the creative team to be aware of all the potential media platforms do you know what i mean and i think for a while there there was about three or four years when digital was really starting to ramp up where it just wasn't it just wasn't the case you just you were you Mm. you were having to ham fist a 30 second into it like they were like oh yeah this works on tv and then it's like well will it work on facebook and you're like yeah well you can run it on facebook it's like yeah but that's not the best performing thing on facebook you know um and i think now i think agencies are much better with their knowledge as to this as to making sure it's 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 organic to the right platform so when they're pitching they're pitching stories because it's how people consume stories now as well people don't just consume stories via tv they consume 15 second stories three second stories they they consume all these different things so it's i think the creatives now are are completely caught up on that and and just changed their kind of way of thinking that had existed probably for 40 years in uh, in um in a lot of production um but i think you can really see that in a good campaign where the strategy was thought about at the start because the five second on youtube gets you as much as the 30 second gets you as much as the two minute film that only lives online that you never see on tv anyway you know um but yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's definitely getting better. 
Yeah, because I think when you look back to a couple of years ago, brands would, as you said, Shane, they'd create their 30 second or their 40 second TV ad. And then that would live on like the same asset would live on like VOD and digital and social. Whereas now I think brands are getting really good at tailoring that copy so that it's it's relevant and um, for for that particular channel as opposed to just cut downs. Yeah, definitely. And and, and Noni, who do you, who do you think takes the sh- or should take the lead in that? Is, is it is it uh, is it the lead agency, whether that's creative media or whoever, or is it is it actually from the brand's point of view where they should be kind of reading the right act might be a bit extreme, but 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 almost like putting the challenge to creative as well as media going yeah. We want the new campaign, but give us it thought out across our main, what we know is going to be our main channels right from the off. Even before a media plan is done, you know you're going to be, if you're already on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, you know it's going to be needed for those. That's the thing. And I think, yeah, like when it comes down to creative again, like, you know, from I know like you brief your creative agency and you brief your media agency, but at the end of the day, you kind of know from day one, like, the main kind of channel channels that your ad is going to sit on or like that your creative are going to sit on so a lot of the, the a lot of the create or the the channels and the specs are going to be the same but then again it, it comes back to the the media agency then in terms of like what additional um channels or or formats can we look at to kind of build it out so it, it's even bigger and better but i think yeah it's all about the creative and the media agency working together from day one and like collaboration so that everybody's aligned and that you know um our creative is tailored to to sit on those those channels and and in the, those particular formats is that a is that an ideal world or is it an actual possibility? that's no that's an ideal world <laughs> <laughs> sure, we know from our media days as well like, yeah it's, it's not it's, it's, it's not um like you used to love it's not all that easy no it's not and it's like and everyone's busy and they have different priorities and i remember you used to love when yeah. you would click with someone in a creative agency the the manager and you'd, you'd have your weekly phone call as the digital media person and i'd be like i've seen this format it's really cool let me send you the link if you guys think you can do anything on it we can definitely fit it into our plan because i think when uh, there can be people can be guilty sometimes of planning by numbers on media plans sometimes i think um and i think where what digital kind of does is or just anything innovative really does not even giving you the term digital but just some innovation in terms of media it's really easy to pitch that but if you don't bring the creative agency with you then there's nothing to fucking put on it yeah so you've got two obstacles instead of one so now all of a sudden the brand then has to go and ask the creative agency for a budget. And the creative agency is like, we have no fucking side of this. We are planning something else. Whereas if you come up with something in media, it's kind of get the creative on board. If you have a really good working relationship, and it's both agencies doing well from it, as opposed to media trying to get one up on creative or creative trying to not get one up on me. You know, it's it's funny. It's It all comes down yeah. to that kind of human relationship as to just trying to work together and everyone being on one team trying to do something really cool i think yeah it's uh is, is the other thing is like you know yourself it all comes down to budget then as well yeah. like yeah. um Definitely. you know a, like a lot of our budget goes into the the tv creative and like the outdoor and then like you're kind of scrambling then last minute to get your your creative to to work across yeah. all of the, the other different channels but completely yeah i think and i think on, on budget uh it was eye-opening to realize how much from a brand point of view from a, a marketer how much 
uh, slices of a pie you actually have to cut that's not just your creative and your media but sometimes when you're in creative and media you can think well sure what else are they going to spend money on <laughs> well, you know, but you you have a long list of things that actually have to be done even before you can think of looking at a, a, a campaign mm-hmm. so you have your own challenges on, on yeah. your side uh, as well absolutely and I think, yeah um, I think everyone being on the same page like that and, and knowing those things can 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 help help that those kind of conversations uh, from the outset but obviously the campaigns we're going to look at today didn't have any of these problems they were they were uh, <laughs> harmonious uh, and worked perfectly uh Anya, what kind of ads can we expect today yeah so the ads i've looked at today so um again humorous uh, i love a, uh, an ad that will make you laugh and um, i think music is key in all three ads as well so I think the music help really helps to to tell the story um, and to bring the the ad to life. Um, and it, the, the the music is really powerful and kind of helps narrate the the story in in each of the three ads. Um, so I might just kick off with the yeah. the first ad if that's yeah, okay. Perfect. So, um, yeah. So for this ad again, I love this brand's advertising, and I knew from day one, Aaron, when you, when you asked me to come on the podcast, I was like straight away. This is the brand I'm, I'm going to do. Um, again, I think their ads are really memorable. They're funny. They take really simple, like everyday kind of situations or tasks, add humor to them. Um, and yeah, they're, they're really playful. And I think they're a brand as well that I know I mentioned this previously, but they're a brand that they ensure that their um, tone of voice and their um, creative um, platform is consistent across all of their channels. This says block two. It's over there, mate. A great ad that's currently running. Yeah. Great ad. Love Specsavers, I have to say. So yeah, brand Specsavers, the agency, it's actually an in-house agency that they use that, that um creates all of their their advertising, which I, I actually didn't know before before this, which is great. Um and yeah, so again, they're a brand, if you look back at their campaigns, their previous campaigns, like they're a brand that's constantly evolving. Um like they're always going bigger and better in terms of like their their creative um, and taking it to the to the next level. But I suppose one thing that they're really consistent with is, is that creative um, brand platform there um, should have gone to Specsavers. And this campaign was actually the 20th year of that um, platform, the should have um, platform. And I think they're a brand that they've done that really well in that now that in, in Ireland, like it's a slogan or it's a kind of a, a saying or a joke, like, you know, you should have got spec savers. So I think that's something that they, they've done really well. And I think I love how in all of their ads and across all channels, they really play on that element and they're, they're always kind of taking it to the next level um, and really adding, adding humor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like, I love how like, uh, they take again as I said they take really simple everyday tasks or situations they add humor to them and um, they make them really like really fun and playful but they're also quite direct as well in terms of how they deliver that message like you know um the benefit I suppose or the, cus- the, the customer takeout is really is really clear Um, I think the music so they have like the music in this ad like it, it narrates the ad 
and they've chosen a really popular like well-known song Mm. Um, and i think it's yeah and it's it's the kind of song as well that when you hear it like straight away it grabs your attention and you're kind of hooked in Um, and again i think when 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 you have a really no well-known or a really popular song in your ad like people when people hear it then they're kind of associated with that ad or with that brand which which is really good as well and i think another thing as well is their tone of voice and I think this yeah. is something that spec savers are actually really good at. So they never fail to make people laugh. And like, I think this is like, this is something that they've done well for years across all their TV, yeah. their t- TV ads, but they've all like, they do it across like all of their other channels as well. Like not, and like, it's really simple. With the, what I think was really interesting about their creative route is I imagine now I don't need glasses, but my assumption would be uh, just kind of watching other people in my family kind of go to needing glasses from not needing glasses is it's kind of it's a real what I feel about it is it's it's a real slow burn. It's like, oh, the TV's kind of fuzzier than it was or I find it more difficult to see at nighttime or do you know what I mean? It's all these kind of slow things that build up. But I feel like that Specsaver knows that. Right. So it's it's not usually the first time something happens this it's uh, Mm -hmm. it's a slow build and what they tap into is that fuck it moment where you go (laughs) so they have like things have been happening you've mislabeled something you've grabbed the wrong thing out of the fridge and you've drank it and it's gone off or something like that and there's all these small things and then there's a moment where you do something so wrong that you're like oh i need glasses (laughs) and shane that's exactly what happened to me is it (laughs) getting glasses i I swear (laughs) to god so uh as you said, it was a slow burn yeah. where it, it was, you know, you're, you're, you're driving and like you can see the sign, but then the sign beyond that, just a little bit fuzzier than you thought. Or when you park the car, you're looking for the, you know, am I, what's the time? And you're like, oh, I have to get out and actually go to this sign to actually read it. But the fuck it moment for me was in Crow Park up in the higher seats. And I could tell it was Aidan O'Shea with the ball. And I could tell that he hit it over to Kevin McLaughlin only by kind of their shape and how they move and I've, I've, I haven't watched them for so many matches I couldn't see their their number on the back of the jersey and I was like oh oh fuck my long vision's gone and I literally went to Specsavers there you go see and that's it's meant yeah, but like oh, I imagine you have a lot of fuck it moments with Mayo GA but um <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe that was the All one right, that was a good one. I'll actually give you that one I'm not even going back on that one that was great um, that was great fair play but I think that's what they're tapping into and I think some of their outdoor special bills really tap into that when it looks like the guy who put up the poster or the girl who put up the poster put it up wrong and the ladder's just left there and I'm like what I get from that is they did it and they said fuck it and they left and went to space <laughs> they stormed off and like that's the feeling I get from all their ads and uh, I think that's what they tap into it's that kind of crescendo of your journey yeah. that your next step is definitely going to Specsavers I think that's really cool the way they do it because those moments are usually a funny story you know it's usually yeah absolutely and I think yeah they've made them all like really playful and again like they're as you mentioned Shane they're out of home so again like really simple like really like simple but really clever things that they've done that really like grabs your attention and I know like some of their placements like they printed like upside down or like as you said like the ladder like printed on the ad as well that like they're things that like really grab your attention really memorable um 
but like so they, they they get from those like massive engagement mm-hmm. um and talkability from it and it's like really simple things that you can do that just t- i mean taking it to the next level and um another thing they do then is just i love just the sponsoring of refs and rugby i just think that's the that's genius that's genius or hawkeye is hawkeye I mean, not sponsored in, in, in the gar hawkeye yeah, just, Hawkeye is sponsored by by them as well. It's it's like just that's having the crack without saying you're having yeah. the crack. It's just like just throwing it out there and seeing who picks it up. Going, that's a good bit. That's a good bit that you're doing. <laughs> I just love that. I love that. Yeah. No. Uh, the other thing before, is, I think which Specsavers do really well is they ensure that their like their tone of voice is con- consistent across yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Like I remember a couple of years ago. I got a letter from Specsavers and it was one of those ones where it was like, you know, you haven't had an eye test in like seven years. You're you're, doing your eye test, basically. But it was like alive. (laughs) (laughs) But the letter, like it was a customer letter. And like when I opened it up, like because I like I hadn't had a test in like whatever, six or seven years, the font was massive, like as in massive. And and when I opened it up, like I actually roared laughing. But it was something that like it was like really simple. But like really memorable and it like i think if it makes you laugh and like you know when you, it's it's very like it's really simple but it's something that it's really different to like what everyone else is doing i think that the consistency though over the the voice you said it was 20 years old this uh this brand position that you get to have and i know ritson talks a lot about this when in in his in his teachings that when you when you when your brand invests so much into assets and and campaigns you get to a stage where you can have fun with those yeah. assets again that you know you can you can go outside the brand rules and people will still get it people still appreciate it but you have to have the legacy there to, to do, do it uh, and and they definitely definitely have though that 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 legacy for for sure and the the out of home campaign that you mentioned there i think that's like the perfect use of out of home you get it within yeah. a millisecond of, of seeing it and it's it's attributed to really consistently well done brand communications that yeah. you associate that straight with, with Specsavers so it's 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 bull of us all around for yeah. for, for that for yeah the, they're definitely they're time. definitely a brand that like they're they've created kind of their own brand identity they're and they're like as in true the they should have platform but also through their tone of voice and like how they take like simple like really simple everyday situations and tasks and just add humor to them um, and I think it's obvious as well across all of their across all of their um their channels mm. and I think yeah. an in-house agency uh, helps that like an in-house and considering like uh, how true to their tone of voice it is they're not I, I assume they're not getting as many pitches to be like okay we want to change this everyone's done with this you know and kind of people try to put their own stamp on a brand sometimes when they come onto it for the first time. So to have an in-house agency that's like, no, no, should have gone to sex servers is gold. It works. We're the top glasses company. Let's not undo this, but we have to <laughs> keep that fresh for modern day, but we stick with it. You know what I mean? It works for us. Um, and I think an in-house agency with people who aren't distracted by any other brand working on yeah. that and that's their bread and butter. I'd say, I'd say that helps quite a lot. Um, which is and considering it's around for 20 years mm. like it still feels so new yeah. in that they're always refreshing it they're always taking it to the next level like again really simple things there's so much that they they can do with it and they're all always like you know bringing it mm. to the next level moving it on and evol- evolving their campaign but still at the same point staying true to, true to who they are in terms of their their tone of voice that and that 
creative um, platform. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. that's that's, uh, that's brilliant. And that's, uh, I suppose, this is more of a, I love that campaign over the last two decades yeah, as yeah. opposed to just... <laughs> that ad that is that really ad, good, though, because anytime that is I always a, gauge it by people the, I'm sitting in a room with and they're always like, this ad's so funny. And I'm like, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a good ad. It's one of those ads as well that no matter how many times you see it, it'll always make you laugh or it'll always it'll always put a Even smile on your face. you know the face. punchline at the end, it still it still gets you. There's there's one there's literally one frame at the very start that uh, I I didn't notice the first time I saw the ad, but I noticed it today, where uh, when he's taking the what looks like a telly out of the back of the van, there's a moment where he realizes the weight, and his face just kind of goes. <laughs> just a really quick one and then it shoots the the wide uh, expansive shot of how high he has has to go up but yeah i, I love the idea uh, that he throws the telly off the balcony and goes home <laughs> that's what i love the idea his face at the end is hilarious yeah, yeah no it, it was really well done and i suppose it's it's again fits perfectly in with the campaign on you've kind of painted yourself into a corner here with with such a such a solid one to start off with so i don't know i don't know what you're going to bring next uh to top that yeah, so the second ad, so this was an ad that came out during um, COVID. So um, I think at the time, like we were all in lockdown and I think all of the ads that were on TV were all the like COVID ads and like ads that were kind of shot on like, you know, like your iPhone or, or a Zoom or whatever it was. But I remember when this ad came out, it was like because it was so beautifully shot, the scenes in it were just amazing. The um music and everything it was just it just really just brought together a sense of like togetherness and fun and adventure and I think during COVID like this was something that that we all kind of needed and I think after seeing so many um COVID ads on TV for so long and like it was around the time when the country was opening up I think it, it just it really um captured people's attention Ireland's hidden heartlands. But maybe it's time for a closer look to chart your own course through sparkling still waters where adventure waits amongst the treetops and on foot over ancient trails to chance upon charming towns and drift with the flow of this land. Keep discovering Ireland's hidden heartlands. Good old Sean's bar there. Possibly the oldest <laughs> pub in the world, huh? Yeah. Of course you love that ad. It's, a, it's bloody Longford. That's it's it. Midlands. That's it. But again, yeah. So again, launched during COVID. Sorry. The, so brand um, fall to Ireland and it was Rothko that was the um, creative agency for this ad. So again, it was a campaign that launched during COVID. Um, so again, when the country was kind of starting to open back up. Um, and again, it was to kind of encourage people to get back out there and discover what Ireland has to offer, what's on it, what's on our doorsteps, essentially. Um, and again, what I love about this campaign, so it wasn't just a campaign where they focused on like the larger kind of cities like Dublin, Galway, mm-hmm. whatever, and the kind of bigger kind of key um, tourist attractions. They actually broke it down to like a, a, not just a regional level, but, but also county by county, which was actually really good to see. Um, and obviously I chose this edit because there was a lot of different edits but obviously I chose this one because it was I like the Midlands and you know it's not every day that, that Longford gets to feature <laughs> feature any TV ad very seldom actually um, but yeah again in terms of um, how it's shot like as in like beautifully shot I think the scenes in it are amazing like I think it, it, it really creates a sense of like as in like it's really relaxing and um, a really um 
relaxing and kind of kind of soothing um overall um tone yeah and the the tone as you said there like you know they're they're talking to people who've been uh, locked up is sounds extreme but you know <laughs> restrictions were, were were quite extreme at times so you're 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 sending that lovely relaxing calming this is on your doorstep type of vista images to people who are like i will go anywhere yeah. uh, that 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 is not here and that's only an hour down the road yeah yeah that's you have me i'll even go to longford but it definitely it definitely creates a sense of like togetherness and fun and like yeah. adventure and like really it, it's it's really inspiring in that it, it's really like it kind of it's the t- when you see it it kind of makes you like think about what's out there mm-hmm. and like really encourages you to, to kind of get out and like discover like kind of some of those hidden gems or those like places that like you know you probably wouldn't have seen before or like yeah. the places that probably aren't as advertised um or or as well known or popular yeah definitely um, you want to do fear stuff. of missing out as well because like you do you, I don't know, like having traveled a lot you kind of during covid you're like well i can't fucking go anywhere and then you're like well i wonder what's interesting in ireland that i haven't bothered my arse to go to go see but i've driven past a hundred times you know um and i think that was really cool here's a question i'm from leash am i not in the heartlands what am i from i'm hardly part of the ancient east am i you you i'm pretty sure now only you can correct me on this one but you were part of the ancient east but they're after doing a recent restructure in the last (laughs) few months where hidden heartlands has been expanded to include awfully leash and i think carlo I'm not too sure. So now no, you don't want Carlo. We don't want Carlo. Now you're in the southeast. Carlo's the southeast now. You only just got in. No, there. no, 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 no. We're the true Midlands. Carlo's the southeast. It's, so, it's someone, anyways. But uh, I think the Hidden Heartlands has kind of their remits got Good. bigger and took took a few of the. Because I'm not from the feckin' east. east. You did feature Shane. Yeah, I'm gonna get onto them. I'm gonna write a letter. <laughs> you're so hidden you couldn't even be found in the yeah. yeah the other thing from this edit which i think really adds to the overall ad so the music so the music mm-hmm. and the audio the, like the vo i think like in terms of the music so it's um derma kennedy power over me which is absolute amazing song and amazing <laughs> amazing artist but um i think again like they've chosen a really well-known song or a song that people like like a, an artist that's really popular so it obviously adds to the he's really of the he's really of the now when that ad yeah. came out you know and like that song and his he went from being really well-known artist in ireland then getting the, his debut album going number one in the uk as soon as that happened stratospheric so it was, it, this was almost perfect timing yeah. to have licensed that song and the fact that the the, the, the power over me song that they've chosen He's not singing that much, no. he's just doing no. the voices, but it's that driving drum beat that that gives the ad so much energy is in like, oh, this is active. Yeah, well, we can do stuff. Th- but also this ad showed me I can go and do not do th- stuff as well and be equally as relaxed. Fa- Falch Ireland off. always do small Irish acts right before. Like, didn't they have a song from, I mean, I think about Aaron when we were in college, because I think someone knew them in the band. They had a Heather song in like 2011 yep. and stuff they usually always it's like you'll know someone who's in a band and being like yeah we just got the false island ireland ad like um well their iconic one is uh isn't it dreams by the Crown yes yes yes, that, that yes, iconic, yes yes in the mid 90s yeah. really long one that um so yeah they're yeah they definitely always choose really no well-known like artists or mm. songs 
again that like people will resonate with and when you hear it like you kind of associate it with that brand or that ad um and i think as well the vo in this ad so it's uh lisa hannigan um and again like lisa yeah and i think as well as if i know her (laughs) yeah i was like erin did you used to date lisa (laughs) you're like oh lisa 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 didn't tell me she was doing hidden heartlands we go way back (laughs) amazing but again, yeah, like relaxing. I think her tone, like her soft tone, like she's like really adds to the overall um, tone and kind Feel of um, yeah. Uh, it really kind of if you think about the elements, we have our visual elements, we have our music, and we have our VO. So to have, I think her VO just complements the 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 kind of narrative structure that they build in that thirty second piece. So I think you have those visual relax yeah. relaxing visuals. You have that nice low. Um, drum beat from Dermot Kennedy that is that is low but still movement still got an awful lot of active movement mm-hmm. in it and then you have her tone which just kind of pulls it all together and gives it a little bit more life you know what I mean um I think it's really cool a I think que- it's a really cool ad a question I always have when I when I watch these ads uh, and you see the people in them um now they're 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 definitely actors because they get some really nice shots like even the kid doing the archery in, in Lockheed but some of the shots are so natural, like the surfer ones and the other cuts mm-hmm. of the ads, or your man walking through the bog with his, you know, going for a hike. It actually just looks like they're followed people who are doing that stuff. So do you think? Do you think they are all actually actors and they're just getting the shots? They definitely are. But like, definitely for me, are. I sometimes think that they're like, okay, they just got people to do the stuff and they're with. Well, that's what make believe is. That's what they're trying to make you believe. <laughs> They succeeded. Is well, essentially what you're yeah. saying is Rothko succeeded <laughs> at, at tricking you into thinking. You thought what? Rocco, your ad worked. Yeah. Do you think this was like a voyeuristic production where they're like, ah, we just <laughs> we'll go down to Athlone and we'll just get some stuff. We no releases, no Sneak <laughs> drone in behind yeah, them. Yeah, they yeah, won't yeah. notice. Like get really close. Time. Really close to that yeah. kid's face. Really close. And don't tell them why. <laughs> no, I'd say they are That's all sad. actors, but it just shows the success in casting. And production yeah. that you, Aaron, who works in production, believed they weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the facade of advertising is slowly fading. Uh, <laughs> slowly fading. It was twelve years into this industry. I think uh, as well in terms of their target audience and like as in as you said, the casting and the ad, like they've kind of show like they're showcasing that there's something for everyone. Yeah. So you know they have like that they're the families in there and um the kind of kids activities and then they have like the kayaking and like something for like couples or like young people or whatever. So they're, they're definitely like, you know, showcasing that and like, you know, it's, there's something there for everybody. And yeah, definitely. I, I agree. Yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah they like, it's considering, cause did they only, when did they actually launch the Hidden Heartlands? Was it around that time or was this the launch? Yeah, of so it? I think they went live around. Yeah. This was the launch, but okay. so it was around April, May time last year. Yeah, So like, I guess, one great time to do that mm-hmm. to um to be able to sh- introduce something new because that's the interesting thing i always find about false island ads is we all know about this stuff we all know that there is stuff like this in ireland but to actually bring us to our attention in a way that makes us care is the challenge they always have like you always know it's like I, some you know someone who goes oh we always go to lock derg every year and then in my head i'm like i don't i go to bell mullet that's where i go every year so i know about these things but to actually show them to me and show people similar to me or or to other people doing it and engaging in it you're like 
now that COVID's happened and I can't go to fucking Spain or I can't go to France, I'm like, I'm going there. And I think um, they did a really I good job I, in that. They got, I think they, they broke the back on it by the success of the Wild Atlantic Way, which was done well before COVID. That was literally one half of the country being being hit. You know, there's something along there. It's physical in terms of the infrastructure because there's signs with South and North all the way from West Cork right up to, to Donegal. So, that, you know, they, they really pushed it. It became a thing to do the Wild Atlantic Way. Oh, I did this section or I did that mm-hmm. or I did it all, you know. And uh, obviously it's a great marketing gimmick, both internally and to to uh, um, international international tourists. So I think the, it's the next evolution going the rest of the country going what the fuck is everyone going to the west for <laughs> and this whole wild atlantic way we we've sean's bar we're you know we've kayaking on the on the shannon so like then that you had your ancient east and your hidden heartlands and, and that being beefed up even more but they're they're that's a natural extension of of the really good work yeah. and kind of unlocking the secrets of of what works in in, in the wild atlantic way definitely definitely i think it's really cool it's a really um, cool campaign yeah, really nice campaign. We've never featured that one actually for being such a big campaign. Yeah. Surprising that's the first time uh, we've seen it. So thanks very much, Anya, for for bringing that one. Which uh, which then brings us on to our last but but very uh, very not least uh, campaign. So what's uh, what's our third ad that we're going to look at? Anya? Yeah. So the the third ad. So this was again a brand that you, I think you can have a lot of fun with. So they've had a lot of um, over the years. They've had a lot of iconic Irish ads. Um, again, it's an it's an ad that like when you see it, it automatically puts you in good humor or um, puts a smile on your face. Um, and again, it's it's one that's that's it's it's quite recent as well, actually, and one that's quite memorable. Speaking of secrets, yeah. Do you remember that huge lottery winner from Rath Looney? Oh sure. How do you keep a lid on a win that big? There are rules. Oh really? Rule number one: tell nobody. And rule number two: nothing flashy, my friend. The National Lottery. It could be you. Great ad. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's great. Uh, I hadn't seen the long version no, of that before. I. Now. Oh, that's, I had not. That's really good. No. Yes. No, the, there's that that bit where he's stuck in the tube. Why don't they put that in the thirty second? That is that's the funniest thing in the entire piece. Hi, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> the bit of shame, and also give us a hand yeah. here. Yeah. So again, yeah. uh, for this one, the agency is actually core creative. Um. So again, like I love that it's a, such a simple and fun ad. Um, a really simple like idea and concept. Um. I think it's it's a brand that you can have so much fun with, like as in like there's so much you, you can do with it. I think they've changed their concept recently in terms of like previously it used to be like the winner would be on on holidays in their kind of um, on holidays, whereas opposed to now it's like they've brought the holiday or the the um, water park to the, to the garden or the village. So um, they're definitely evolving the campaign. 
And I suppose one thing that um, the National Lotto have, which a lot of brands actually wouldn't have, but it's more so they have that distinctive asset. So like when you see that that like green and yellow like slide, you ought to like without any like ad or voiceover or mm-hmm. any branding, you automatically know it's a National Lotto ad. And I think it's something that they do quite well. They have their color palette and that asset. And like, I think it's it's something that, you know, straight away, you know, oh, that's a, that's a National yeah. Lotto ad. They have a visual a visual cue. They have a really strong yeah. visual cue. And yeah. um, like, I think the direction in which they've gone is just so much more fun. Like so much more crazy because me, we talked to we had Joan on from the National Lottery I think um, late last year and we didn't talk about their campaigns we talked about other lottery campaigns around the world and we just kind of talked about the lotto in general and I think what this really resonates to is kind of what's the first thing you do if you won the lotto it's kind of you know what I mean it's kind of an Aaron Chalk loves this game but um he's like if you won the million right now what would you do but I think it's this as you said it's bringing the it's showing how in in a kind of fantastical way how a a lot of winner uh, in a community changes how it's it's showing how the lottery impacts a community in a very fantastical way you know um and Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool and it's done in a really interesting way and just a really fun way and whoever I, yeah. I i know it's core who do the who do the creative but i'm not sure who they use for their production company on it but whoever they do use is so good at green screen because i yeah. while i yeah. know all I, I can spot all the green screen shots at the same time they're just done so well they're done so so well yeah. and like the cleverness in their kind of shot choice and composition like they're stitching together in post-production it's just the lighting and everything they, they they just make some really really good choices because it'd be very easy for this um campaign like the one um they had before this with the slide in what's the the apartments across from o'brien's pub um the the one they had with your man talking about it first and he gets splashed with water the first street. iteration of yeah. this yeah um yeah. that's the like we know those apartment blocks and uh i've known for years and just to see the way in which they they built it in a very real way and in a way that i was like well i know that's not real but jesus that looks good and just watching their shot selection it does yeah it just sells it and it really makes it because this easily could have been shit it easily could have not been believable at all it could have been too fantastic it does it looks amazing to be fair. it looks really good it looks really believable so hats off to them on that and that's what i think really carry like i think the yeah. idea is great but i think that the production value carries this really well because you don't look at it and go well that's obviously not there that's too ridiculous you're like oh that actually yeah. looks like they've put a slide in that village um so i think that's yeah. really cool. they've done they've done really well yeah it. definitely and, and there's um there's you mentioned the, sl- the slides are obviously their big thing mm. uh the the launch ad your man was being all serious and emotional and then it, it breaks the facade with with him getting splash of water the slides are a big thing and i know their first iteration of the campaign their social had had some brilliant words yeah. like just lorries going down a, a motorway and again the distinctive asset you knew it there i don't know if this is purposeful or not we should we should ask someone in core but there's a there's a, a really small i think is an easter egg in this ad where when it shows them coming down the slides the first time there's a bridge and one of those trucks with the slides on the back of it is going across it so it's like they've 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 
created the trucks for social for the first iteration of the campaign and those trucks are back in the TVC I just as, as in it just delivered it like, like yeah it just it's just driving along the road that just happens to be in the background uh of of the of the ad I'll actually oh. get the the time uh time I hope on. I hope that's a thing I think it's just before your man comes down the the yeah the slide uh, you can see him coming oh. kind of across on the oh yeah it has all the um, the flotation devices on it yeah yeah at 28 yeah. 20 yeah exactly that's 28 seconds i hope that's a little easter egg that's gone back in uh, into <laughs> the ad uh, but but for this one just talking on, on kind of distinctive assets and then also planning for the right channels that we, we talked about at the very start of the episode they've done this extremely well and i've, I've seen i've seen them on social where there, there's one where at the you know at the very start of the ad where she goes up and it's the fake wall that has the printed image of the field and the, and the i love that yeah. by the way uh which is brilliant and it's done, it. it's done really well on social yeah, they just have so, uh, that scene and then you're looking at it, nothing's happening and then the door opens from the inside well, it's the scene with the just a, the one the yellow rubber ring runs out in the middle of the field someone comes out and gets it and it literally goes wait a second that was it really it really got me and yeah. they, they do it really well i'm sure that's just one of of a plethora yeah they have a couple of other ones as well with the guy coming down the coming down the slide and um, the lady kind of like the main character kind of pushing them with the brush or whatever. Like there's a couple of different ones on the, on the tractor as well that they use um, across social, which again, they're really engaging and they've kind of tailored them so that they, they fit for the channel. But I think overall, like I think the campaign um, creates such a sense of fun um, and excitement. And again, it's one of those ads that I think the music as well makes it so memorable and really mm. powers, powers the ad. Um, like the music, yeah, I think I completely it's, it's, agree. I think, and, and you've this has been a thread through it, all, all, all three of your ads. Um, I think the music, even when the music started playing, when I was watching that, I was like, Electric Light Orchestra. I was like, I couldn't. ELO? No, I don't know. I never know the name of songs. I'm terrible for that. Oh, I think it's Mr. Blue Sky. The name. Yes. And another, just to just the attention to detail on this at, at 13 seconds this is my favorite piece of the ad and i've never seen it before when she comes through the fake wall and opens the door there is a faded stamp that says rathlooney hardware on the back of the wooden the fake wooden thing and there's three stamps oh, and i'm like brilliant. i saw that i was like yeah and i'm like yes <clears throat> that's how you know that there's no expense spared and like people lived in this app they were like how can we make this believable how can this be the most feel yeah. real and it was i was looking at it and i went to watch it twice and i was like rat looney and then I, like hardware is even blurred out and i was like that's so fucking i love i love that <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah i love that but um sorry just to, as a segue it's um it, it's like it's like a reverse truman show uh, with, with, with that wall yeah, with, yeah, the way yeah. she goes through it uh, I, I hope they use Truman Show as a reference that would have been a great reference pitching, actually, yeah. pitching the concept uh, but like it's, it is it is very funny that like a, it, when, when you watch the even when she goes through the next few seconds after that and she's looking around all the slides and the water park is there but it's in the Rathlooney village the village which yeah. now has disappeared yeah. from the face of the earth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Aaron, don't ruin like, it. it. Don't ruin it with logic. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about how believable it fucking was. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep that under my hat. But no, no, it's uh, 
that's that it is a great ad and it's it's nice to be able to talk about a great ad that was produced in yeah. ireland um yeah. and that is recent as well yeah. it's not that you're looking back with rose tinted glasses on old ads and yeah. um, that's uh it, it's great and and it's not just this ad as you said it's it's all the different cut yeah, downs yeah. to do that are are done right um so yeah that's a that's a great that's a great choice uh to, to round off uh this episode on you fair play um thank you very much for for bringing that that selection mm. they were they were really good and i think you, you literally hit like a you got bingo on on uh, all of shane and i's penchants for ads it with humor yeah. music uh really nice vfx so you you, <laughs> you you obviously studied all of yeah. our past episodes and go okay i, I know that i know these the, the, the lads that like these ads um so they were great um so thank you very much for joining us Thanks a million and thanks thanks for having me. Great, uh, great chat. Yeah, no. Uh, no, it was Delighted. brilliant. Um, so if anyone was uh, listening to that and they want to actually see the ads for themselves and, and, and find the time stamps like we were looking at them, uh, you can watch the ads on uh, workwithfo.de for slash podcast or if you're listening to them on, on any of the podcast platforms, please like, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff uh, to help us out in the charts there so thank you very much Anya and to Shane and to all of our listeners and we will see you again next week perfect thanks guys